It's December 9th, and on this day in 1977, Kermit Washington punched Rudy Tomjanovich, nearly killing him during a game between the L.A. Lakers and the Houston Rockets. It was a moment that changed both men's lives in an instant. In the first minute of the second half, a missed shot by the Lakers was rebounded by the Rockets, and John Lucas started a fast break the other way. Trailing the play were Houston's Kevin Coonert and L.A.'s Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Washington. At midcourt, Washington grabbed Coonert by the hip to slow him down. In return, Coonert elbowed Washington in the face. It seemed inadvertent, but when Washington turned around, half expecting an apology from Coonert, he got another shot to the face. At that point, a fight ensued between the two. Kareem jumped in and was attempting to pull Coonert away from the fight when Rudy Tomjanovich came running toward midcourt to help his teammate. Seeing Tomjanovich out of the corner of his eye running at him, Washington planted and threw a punch, smashing Rudy T's nose. Tomjanovich hit the floor, still conscious, but dazed with his ears ringing and blood gushing from his face. Later, it was determined Tomjanovich's injury was similar to being thrown from a car going 50 miles per hour. The punch broke his nose, fractured his skull, damaged his teeth, and spinal fluid leaked from his brain. In the immediate aftermath, Tomjanovich had facial reconstruction surgery and did not play the rest of the season. Washington received a $10,000 fine and a 26-game suspension. The Lakers traded him to Boston later that year, and he bounced around the league to San Diego, Portland, and Golden State before retiring in 1982. Tomjanovich returned the following season and averaged 19 points a game, but did have lingering effects from the punch, eventually retiring in 1981. A lawsuit between the two teams was settled out of court in 1979. Rudy T. would return to the court, however, taking over as head coach of the Rockets in 1992, winning back-to-back NBA championships in 94 and 95. Also on this day in sports history, in 2001, Notre Dame hired George O'Leary. However, after a newspaper reporter began researching O'Leary's education and playing bona fides, he noticed there were serious inaccuracies that had lingered in his bio for more than 20 years. O'Leary resigned five days later due to the fallout from the controversy. And in 1935, the first Heisman was awarded to the University of Chicago's Jay Berwanger. That's it for today. More tomorrow on This Day in Sports History.